talk about soon in another podcast we'll 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 give we'll give good attention to finley number one but finley number one had this habit of forcing your your mind into the quotability of a movie now let me explain what i mean by that a lot of movies are quotable right so without mentioning today's movie yet can you guys think of some like movies that are like quotable casablanca Casablanca is quotable. Godfather. Amazingly. Take yeah. the gun, or leave the gun, take the cannoli. Mm-hmm. Terminator. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're I, off, I, I just so say tell f- us what he means. I just, we just heard Terminator from, our, from the Pee Wee Gallery. Pee Wee Gallery? That's, uh, we have a, a guest here. Which guest? That's you. Who? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Third uh, base. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we do have a guest on mic, and that's Dave. Cowboy Dave? Brother Dave? Do you prefer a... I'm good with either. Okay. Um, but there are these movies that are quotable, but, but Finley number one, which is Tom's dad, my uncle, and our guest's uncle, which makes our guest my brother, Dave. Finley number one. <laughs> it was the longest way to say that I can yep. imagine. Well done, sir. <laughs> Finley number one had this habit. So he would do things like the great Raoul Walsh film, um, High Sierra, right? Mm, so no. with Ila Pino and Humphrey Bogart, he would do this. So give us the line. It was uh, just like that. And then, right. So it's, a, it's some a, sort of obscure part of a film where he talks about, about killing, shooting somebody. With a machine gun. But it was just like Casually. that. Casually. It was just like that. And then that's the, that's the bullets. But part of hanging so, around yeah. with Finley number one was that he would give me these obscure things. And one he would give me all the time is Charles Lawton from Advice and Consent. I'll just bide my time. Like a bullfrog on a lily pad. That was a you thing. You never Fair did that enough, with me. But, okay. But it's not, these were never quotable movies. Yeah. These were movies that he made quotable uh, by sort of making it the language that we all moved around. I can't, uh, yeah. Happens all the time. I can't hear, uh, is good, it's, is very good. Which is that, what's that from? No, the Great Escape. The, the pick. Oh, okay. Is, is good, is okay. very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you heard, you heard that, Sotero? He said, right on. To me! It's some, some of That's them were, from The Magnificent Seven. We're about as... I believe it. As, I yeah. believe it. But, but I who the hell... It. But I think to Joe's point, who the hell quotes that? Like, yeah. that's not... That's not in anybody's quote book. Like, Casablanca, yeah. easy. Half of that movie is in a quote book somewhere. But the other movies... And I gotta be honest, like, one of the things that was always a joy to watch movies with him for me was he always had a take on a movie. Like, he would always make fun of the movie while we were watching it or something like that. So that was always part of it. And it, these quotes were part of it as well. He, by the way, he, he would really quote things, particularly if they were ridiculous. And he, oh, Well, one of them that always amazed me was from Requiem from a Heavyweight, Requiem for a Heavyweight, where Mickey Rooney is bothering ba, 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 um, Jackie Gleason while they're playing cards. It is, by the way, put a pen in Jackie Gleason. Oh, we'll come back to Jackie yeah, Gleason. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, and, and Mickey Rooney is where they're playing cards and Jackie Gleason is going nuts and it's a small nuance in the movie but for some reason it, it Finley number one was, was driven to distraction by it which was part of the joy yeah. of watching movies was he was distracted and he loved to be distracted over and over again by the same fucking line yes. exactly <laughs> pardon my language no well that's that's what 
what uh, what drove us to our sort of insanity is like yeah. you would watch The Killing or Requiem for uh, a heavy whatever 50 times. There, there was no end to the amount of time to go watch a film. Now, I got to say this really quickly. In, uh, in relation to our um, our off uh, mic uh, individual who we, talk, we, said something earlier. We have a guest, yes. His name is, his name is Joseph A. We call um, him that. You're Joseph, Joseph 1 for this purpose. Actually, you're Finley Joseph too. Alpha. <laughs> Anyways, so Joseph Alpha over here, uh, he mentioned uh, The Terminator as a yeah. very quotable movie. Oh, sure. Uh, and my dad saw that exactly once and he hated that movie. Yeah. So he hated it because the Terminator wouldn't die at the end. He was like, oh, for God's sakes. You know, yeah. Pops was uh, Pops had a hard time with that part. Yeah, it won't die. He's a robot. Yeah, he didn't appreciate that. Like, when is this ending? Uh, that yeah. that element to that movie. So I just wanted to okay. bring that out. Now, back to your point. Because well, it's a good point. It's really not much of a point. And it's, it's <coughs> probably a very obvious one at this point. But it's this, that the film where we are going to talk about today, which for some dumb reason, we do this every time, we pretend like it's a, a secret to the person listening even though they clicked on it with the picture. Yeah, and the picture and the title, no right. doubt, including it. Yeah. Is, I think, the most quotable movie I know. Really? It's The Odd Couple. 1968's The Odd Couple. Wait, we're doing The Odd Couple? <laughs> yes, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was just like that, Dave. Yeah, and I think it's also, I always talk about All Through the Night, 1942, Humphrey Bogart and Company as my favorite movie that I know is not great, but that I love to watch. I think this might actually be a replacement for that. So now, now, now run, run that definition by me again. Yeah. A movie that I can't defend as a great movie, aside from my particular love of it. Well, I'm oh. going to go with you on this one because this movie is, I mean, it's a play. It's not. It's it's a it's a play that they made into a movie, Definitely. and it and it feels like I, a play. I'm missing your point on that because no, it's a play. Like look at the. So as a play, it's a better. It's a much better play than it is uh, a know? movie as a movie. I would say. How do you know? Have you seen I've, a play? No, no. But I've seen this movie, and it's like it's a play. So yeah, it's, it's a great play, and maybe not such a great movie. I would say. Oh. Oh, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but definitely you, a play, though. It's not the Twelve Angry Men. Look, but it's if I were to if I were to Leonard Maltin it in a book, mm-hmm. I would give it three out of four stars. In terms of recommending it to others, oh. it's a good movie. But for my own personal experience, it's a four out of four star baby. This is well, the movie so, I've had the most success with in showing anybody an older movie. It has partly because it's in color. Okay, but it's it's also I mean that's just how it is. I, I've heard you guys talk about that. I gotta say this man. Every time wait, we wait, he was. I think you were halfway through. Were a you finished? Uh, no, I think it's it's my favorite comedy. Wow! Yeah, I, not I, just I, not just my favorite. I think it's the best. But comedy. to the point I was making, it, 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 the Jack Lemmon is one of the stars. Some like it hot is just definitely a better comedy. But I might enjoy the comedy of Odd Couple more than Some Like It Hot. Really? That's interesting. I'm yeah. definitely a Some Like Don't It you, Hot. Person. Do you enjoy it more than Some Like It Hot? <laughs> oh, I, and I think it's better. It I, might be. I, I, you're turning I me around a little bit. I don't get why everybody thinks Some Like It Hot is this. It's funny. It's funny. It's very funny. It's, yeah. it's not well, It's not. A it's great got quotability. Movie. It's got quotability. It's, it's yeah. definitely a But that. not like The Odd Couple. It's guys dressing up as women. Yeah, but I've never heard anybody funny. quote The Odd Couple at me. Not even you. Oh. Uh, Let it be well, on your yeah. head, Tom. Let it be on your yeah, head. That, that wasn't written specifically for that movie, dude. Or for the play, have for that seen, matter. That's that's a, that's just a saying. Have you seen this movie? I don't know that Tom has seen this movie. That's, that's a saying. That's a, like a saying. What's that? That's just a saying that they're using in the movie. So it's not that quotable. Mm, they didn't write it for the movie. I'm not picking mm. up on what you're putting down, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm not because it's the context. I mean, you could say you could say that about any piece of dialogue, pretty much. But the context in which it's put is the writing itself. No, no, no. I mean, the words like "let it be on your head." I mean, that's just like I said. That's kind of an old saying, uh, like yeah, some other quotable things. That movie. There's a whole sort of dialogue that happens. That starts yeah, with I'm not saying it's terrible dialogue. I'm saying I just don't think it's that that extraordinary here. It's quotable. quotable. Mm, okay, but, but but let's back it's, it up really quickly. I want the way they say things. In go, just well, I just the context of the way because if it's just let it be on your head, it's one thing. But let it be on your head. What the hell does that mean? The voice of the cat people. Let let it be on your head. It's an exchange that goes on and on as they're moving down the hallway in that movie. I think it's on my head. I don't know. He disinfected the cards is not a funny line. No. But the way he says it. It's the Mm -hmm. cards. He's disinfected the cards. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. But but before we go any further, actually, I want to back up to a point you made a few minutes ago, which I think is a really good one. But it's also, uh, I mean, it's just, we never sat down at this microphone. We're we're not playing a little bit of a battle with the empirical value of any kind of a movie versus, you know, your personal uh, your personal take on it. That's just not a thing we've ever been able to do. It never once occurred to me that this is not a good movie. Uh, oh, uh, but I'm not saying that. Oh, no, no, nobody's saying I'm that. I'm closer okay. to you than I am to Tom on this. I'm simply saying, if somebody were to look at The Odd Couple and say, there are 10 better made comedies, better made, like on paper, right? I could see the point. But in terms of one that gives me more enjoyable, an enjoyable experience, I think Godfather might be above all of them. Godfather? I mean, the odd couple. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, sweet mother. Ooh. <laughs> this is what old age looks like, uh, Joseph. No more hiatuses. Hiatai. We hate the hiatai. I think, uh, I often think that Wedding Crashers is very close to this one. Have you seen Wedding Crashers? No. I think you've lost everyone now, sir. No. What First off, it's not in the age of the time period we're even talking <laughs> about. Hey, it's yeah. also an extraordinarily <coughs> mediocre movie. <coughs> exactly. Well, not exactly. Okay. The, the, way, the wow. way the dialogue is delivered and that yeah. is what makes it funny. This is the same one. Same uh, one. All right. All right. Just I'm no expert on the way. I'm going to go with, so. I'm going to go with, I, I said what makes this definitely a better movie is that the writing was better. What, in Odd Couple? The Odd Couple, yeah. I mean, the writing... Oh, then the wedding crashes? It's for freaking sure. neat. It's Neil Simon. Like, you can't yeah. you can't not sort of kowtow to how powerful Neil Simon was it in the late 60s great. and the 70s, early 80s. Look, there's no reason I should like the Goodbye Girl. I love the Goodbye Girl. Love the Goodbye Girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that... But here's the thing. I think that's kind of true because, I mean, he's not Arthur Miller. He never was. He does really competent com- com- uh, comedies. But and they involve, they involve, first off, they're all in New York, and most of them involve an apartment. But may I say this? I think you, you, you're you overusing the word competent. What do you mean? No, well, no, no. It's kind of a go-to. I feel like it's kind of a go-to, because competent is like, it, it's it's a kind of a backhanded... It is a little bit. I don't think because right. I think I think his reputation is greater than he is. I got to say this about the Odd Couple, and I think I'm in a terrible different. I'm in a terrible differentiation on you guys, as I love that movie. I didn't laugh out loud a lot. I still laugh out loud. I still do you really? I, yeah. I, I, I rewatch. I've seen it more than twenty times. There are things I stopped finally laughing out loud about, but I laugh out loud still. To this okay. Day. Okay. I didn't. I've seen it like, I think I've seen it three times. I'm actually much more familiar I, with the TV show I, than I am the movie. I will say movie. this. I find it so funny, the odd couple of the movie, that there are a couple of lines that I know are meant to be funny that I don't find that funny that disappoint me. Like, oh, I wish they had just cut that out. Like, um, when, and we should go in order here, but finally when, when they crunch them behind the door and act one, no, my back. 
I don't. It's just sort of like, oh, that doesn't belong in the greatness of the rest of this movie. I feel. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's it's eleven stories, not twelve. It's eleven. Like it's stuff like that that doesn't rise to the occasion. No <laughs> pun intended. But it's sort of like, but the sum of the rest of it is just. Uh, woo, What's your good. favorite part of the movie? It's got to be the the first act of the poker scene. Okay. I okay. mean, it's yeah. just got dialogue after dialogue. The whole thing on the phone. Yeah. I oh. mean. Th- oh, th- which which part of the phone? Well, uh, one, one to me is much more funny than the other one. Murray, it's your wife. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, That's so uh, good. It's okay. It's not to call me. I used to, this is a Finley, you know, when I was in high school and my parents were like, oh my God, he's in the shower for 45 minutes. Most of the time, I was reciting, (laughs) (laughs) Murray, it's your wife. The whole, I love that whole, I mean, everything about it and like, a suicide telegram? Who sends a suicide telegram? Oscar, <laughs> Felix, a nut. That's who. Uh, the the vitamins. How many pills did you take? They could have been vitamins. He could <laughs> be the healthiest one in the room. That's a great bit. I was like a stale banana. Right we talked about this with Walter Matthau on several different occasions. His like, his like almost overacting is so kind of brilliant. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't this, know anybody else could pull it off, and this is maybe his best version. Because he has to overact as a like somebody who <coughs> can give a shit about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. See the very oh, old cheese, the very old meat, very old meat. <laughs> <laughs> what buffet? Hot beer and two sandwiches left over from when you went to high school. <laughs> or the like the constant John, the John, the John, the John Fielder. I gotta leave by a little bit. Yeah. You mentioned the time one more time. You gotta stale banana right in the face. <laughs> Uh, to the listeners, that's my not favorite how it comes out. You know, it's, great sandwiches <laughs> it's not a vaudeville show. Yeah, my, I get, my favorite part of the movie. I got to be. I think the Pigeon Sisters make me laugh. Oh, the Pigeon Sisters! They're, one like, of us it's like a whole each. Other, It becomes almost a whole other play. Dave and I texted each other when movie. one of them died recently. <laughs> really? Oh. Pigeon down. We said. Oh no. Oh, I, I, love I saw one of them in something uh, Run. somewhat recently. Still sexy in English. Very much. Yeah. Nice. Very old. <laughs> George and I were never happy for one solitary minute. Is everybody happy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come oh, on. That part's funny, and that's probably my least favorite part of the whole movie. The You mean the... The, the Pigeon Sisters interaction. But I love yeah. it. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's lovely. It's like, that's, that's the low Those girls are very perfect high. for that. A little bit of all. trivia in the middle here. The whole scene at uh, whatever the Met Stadium <coughs> was back then, it got torn down, I think, in the uh, 10 years ago. But when Oscar's watching the Pirates and I the I think Mets, it fell over. It's the Mets. Sorry. The Pirates and the Mets are, are <laughs> playing, and and Felix calls him. I just wanted to find, know if, it, if you wanted Frankfurters for dinner tonight. And and Oscar's turned away from the action, and there's a triple play. And it's a triple play. Yeah. You missed the greatest thing. Well, that was actually filmed before a Pirates Mets game. They just did a pregame like let's just play, and uh-huh. somebody would have to lean into a bad hit so there could be a triple play. Um, Roberto Clemenza from the Pirates refused to do it, refused to be on a film leaning into a triple play. Two years later, dead in a plane crash. That'll teach him. Yep. That's Roberto Clemente, by the way. What did I say? Clemenza. Clemenza. 
Leave, leave the gun. The take the cannoli. <laughs> leave the strike zone. Take the cannoli. Nice. I got Godfather on the line today. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Too, brother. Here we are. The, here we are. The Godfather cinema. But it's. I mean, the whole. The whole. This idea. I mean, look. You have to get over this initial thing, which should be bad. It, the idea that like it's like he's a Christian, she's an atheist. It's like that whole like uh, a sloppy guy that and, and a neat freak. That should be a bad play or movie. And it is not. No. And the whole sort of conceit behind all of these these friends who have a weird dynamic because it's not like they're all like slobs necessarily. They just yeah. have this Those sort of very normal. I mean, there's yeah, the one, one guy. One's his accountant. One, yeah, yeah and, one, and he hates cop. the smoke from from Speed's yeah, cigar. Yeah, 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 and one's yeah. a cop, and and one Speed is kind of a tool, what, but yeah, Winnie the Pooh is. I, I don't know what his <laughs> deal is. But oh, I forgot about that guy. He's such a great character actor. He was all over Star Trek too for a while. And all these little stars, like uh, the go-go dancer at the beginning, by the way, is apparently a famous stripper, and she died at the age of like forty-four in Las Vegas. Which is that's not a bad way to go. For I, a guess famous so. stripper. I guess so. I think that's, that's the how way you to go. do. But, but then I, Billy. No. Um, okay. No, no. I just got to say this. This is uh, one of the uh, one of the great regrets I have. First off, perfect casting, nearly perfect casting. Yep. But the original cast. What do you mean nearly? Hold on. The original cast had Art Carney as Felix Unger. Oh yeah, that's and I, and I think Art Carney is like he's kind of like the John Casal. Like he's he just he's yep. like he makes everything he's in better. So. It would have been kind of cool to see this with Art Carney doing that. Let me now take was a... He, did he ever do it on stage? Do you know? No, that's what they did. It. He was he was the first he was on, on Broadway. Oh, okay. Okay. It was Walter Matthau and Art Carney. Oh. <coughs> Such Let a me cr- now take a pin out of what I had pinned before to say that when they were going to make this a film, the natural choice for um, Oscar was Walter Matthau, who had been in the play with yep. Art Carney. Mm-hmm. But he actually became unavailable for a minute, so the first casting was... I assume Jackie Gleason. And Frank Sinatra. No way. As Felix and Oscar. I'm going to go um, open a vein. Preferably Sinatra would have been Felix. No. And, Sinatra uh, was an actor? Oh, oh, oh. baby. We just, that was off mic, but our guest yeah, just asked if Sinatra was an actor. And the answer is... Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was more a star, but he also acted in movies. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he made it by... <laughs> 75 films probably yeah he time. made a bunch yeah, yeah he, won an Oscar, he won an Oscar too yeah yeah 75 Maggio right Maggio yeah yeah okay I'm gonna say 75 I mean if I'm exaggerating a bunch he was in a bunch of movies yeah and a bunch of movies oh, I, thought, I thought it was more too. like 25 I think. <coughs> my entire conception of movies is between I have a podcast for you to listen to, my friend. It's called <laughs> The Phil is on Flynn. Yeah. The Godfather's on Phil. So I'm making fun of Joe. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I okay, mean, what? I just, oh, that's that's awful. That's a terrible notion. Like, that's worse than, like, Gleason. I mean, Gleason, maybe. Because Gleason is a tremendous comedic yeah, actor. Yeah, I could see him pulling it off in some weird but way. But Sinatra? No, he's never anything but Felix? he's never Sin- yeah. anything but Sinatra. Also, Felix. Let's face it. Part of the undertone is a slight homoeroticism to Felix. Am I yeah, not? yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why Tony Randall was such a good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> such look, a we can talk about this for a minute and come back. The I don't. I'm not a purist who thinks that that the Odd Couple 
I used to watch it as a kid on Channel Two. Well, there's only one two. two. <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was a funny show. Yeah, I it had some great writing, great too. lines. I'd love I, to go back and rewatch it, like I was saying earlier before we were on the microphone. It's on Hulu. I'd like to go back and, and see if it if it holds up to me. I saw a recent episode, wasn't bad, but I want to see more. Just to make I've sure. taken two things away from this podcast. Yes, one is uh, Basil Rathbone in uh, Terrible Nights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Loved it. I watch it a couple times a week now. All right. And the odd couple of TV show. I, okay. I remember as a kid it would be on Channel 53. Yeah. Uh, there's only and, one. But, I, but I, 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 you know, in the second grade I was a purist and thought that there was only Math Allen Lemon. That's what makes you an honorary mm. Finley. Yeah. Is that, uh, the phrase, in second grade I was a purist about. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so what the indefensible the, purism about almost anything. Really. One of the things about about uh, The Odd Couple, the TV show, that's not its fault, that I think it suffers from, is 70s television had this weird thing. And I think the only show <coughs> out of the 70s I've ever seen do it is Seinfeld, where one of the actors walks into the room and there's like an audience like, yeah. yeah, and I remember um, Al from Happy Days was Murray the Cop. Murray the Cop, mm-hmm. yep. And it would be that type of thing, like someone would enter, like yeah, and it's like the Odd Couple to me uh, is such a fast moving concept, dialogue wise right. and and, per- and character wise that it's it suffers a little bit in the TV show by that. But it definitely was a funny show. Yeah, to, yeah. to be a TV show, they also had to go continue zany events like. They go camping sometimes, like, you know. Right. Also keeping it very, you know, PG. Uh, that yeah. I mean, that's always a part of it as well. Plus, it was keeping Klugman from his upcoming best work, which was... The other part of it, too, is, and this is the TV show, now that I'm thinking about it, is the... I guess their notion of what a slob was was they would just put sweats on Klugman. That was the TV show. You might be the wrong person to judge. I never wear sweats. for slobbery is... Perhaps off, my I don't wear sweats. That's true. That's right. a good defense. Yeah. All right. Point taken. But back to the movie. <clears throat> I think the first act is the strongest. Mm-hmm. When they go to the diner, I think that's <laughs> hilarious. First of all, the, the waitress, the, the unbridled sort of misogyny was Sexual delicious. Oh, like, if you pinch, I can't write. Uh, how do I know unless I try? Slava, slava, slava. And then Just a Felix, side of rape right there. Felix with the air conditioner. Nah. Nah. <laughs> so, so good. good. Uh, it's the, so that, good. That particular part always reminds me of Uncle Harry, too. Of our Uncle Harry. Yeah, in the diner. Oh, you mean... You mean the I diner, yeah. Know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a corned <laughs> beef sandwich all fat. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get chocolate? Yeah, but they decide... It's also like what's weird about... I mean, not weird, but what's interesting is that whole idea that they live together is so silly... But the condition that sets it up is like they really do like each other. Yeah, yeah. And Oscar really is lonely. Well, they're somehow best yeah. friends too, right? Like that's yeah. that's the conceit of the movie is well, that they're, they're best friends even though they're kind of an, an odd couple. And then he moves in and then, you know, jeopardizes the whole thing. The other part of it is looking at a New York fucking eight-room apartment. Like what would the rent be like on that fucking place today? Well, don't worry about it. Kid. Back He's living with his grandfather in California with a swimming pool. Feel <laughs> the cards, will you? <laughs> I know, Brucey, but you're not supposed to draw it on. You hear this, fellas? You hear this? I mean, it's quotable, baby. 
I'll tell you another another part yeah, that Rain Man is not supposed to be funny is when he's massaging Felix's back and <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's how do, the how do you dumbest write that? massage in the world. You, you can't write be funny while doing this. I know what we'll do. And you gonna give me a haircut? No, he's like cutting cabbage. Every little aspect. Well, the other hilarious. part of it too is where he's like doing that and like his head is practically in his back. It's just a weird fucking pose. You make the same sound. Right, but you can't write that. They just they just pulled that off and it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff, fellas. This is not supposed to be mean spirited, but what? I feel like Howsomever. <laughs> Let's hear it. The audience, uh, we got. Uh, I feel like I am a. Hold on. I feel like I am a modern person around people from the Bronze Age, and just everything is not landing for me. What do you mean not landing? I mean. What is landing? Is that like an airplane metaphor? <laughs> is that like fire? Are you saying we're fire? <laughs> <laughs> that was ratchet, Joseph. Hmm. Okay, but no, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? We're out of touch or something? He's never, oh, he's never seen the movie. Up your wazoo, buddy. <laughs> all of the comedy does not land for me. I get it. I understand the joke. Right. Although, all of it is just simply not funny. It seems like it can only be funny to people from that era. Because the personalities are so sanitized, the comedy is definitely different than what I'm used to. So. Okay, I, I grant you that that could, that could still be true even after what I'm going to say. But you're also, you haven't seen the film until you're getting everything out of context. But, but give us an example of, uh, give us an example of your, like the unsanitized. <coughs> give it, uh, I mean, you don't have to act out the comedy or anything, please. But I'm talking about like a film that accomplishes that. Film that would accomplish that. Hmm. I actually couldn't tell you that. I wouldn't know. Good contribution, number two. Thank you, thank you. Number eight. Wait, if you'd have said the, the hangover, I was gonna throw a dog at you, but Hangover's funny. Well, funnier than funnier than wedding crashers? Hangover's funnier than wedding crashers. I don't wanna say it's just edgy humor though. Mm. Well, okay, no, I think that's actually an interesting point. Like, this is what, what I think is funny is that uh, this is kind of, um, I don't want to say, like a, 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 the continuum of edgy humor. This was edgy enough in its day to get people to laugh at. Oh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the, the edgy was just the, different than it is now. It's a, it's a, edger is a, is a harder edge today. It, it deals with a very serious topic of suicide. Suicide telegram? Who sent the suicide <laughs> telegram? <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Tries to open up the thing. Okay. I mean, come on. I mean, it's broad. It's 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 broader. It's slapstick. It's much more PG rated than a comedy would be today. Even a- But also, part of it is this. There, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, uh, force something serious onto it. But there, I mean, what makes parts of it funny are the sort of, like, um of like tragic moments and like Felix is really upset unlike Oscar who's like hello Blanche hello Whatever. yeah I think I have some eight weeks behind <laughs> to be clear he's upset yeah right but Felix is actually really upset by the situation yeah. like, he goes over each morning to make his kids breakfast <laughs> and he when he finally is gonna they're gonna cook for the pigeon sisters uh, Oscar goes who are you calling Francis, I'm going to get her, her recipe for meatloaf. It's <laughs> terrific. It's terrific. Well, and so he won't go up there. And you'll recall that after the big crying bit, which Matho sees as like, my God, you've, you've, you've cried us into some pussy. It's amazing. And then Felix won't go upstairs. Yeah. Which then, now we get into the beginning of Act 3, which is the whole fight between them, which mm-hmm. is great. Now it's 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 basically a sitcom where they put tape down the middle of the room. It's 
but better. Well, no, but, but, but much but, better. But let's. It's let's the original go, tape down the middle of the room. I was going to say, yeah, this is where the, this is the seed from which that was taken. You know. Yeah, but let's not blame the the pioneers. Let's blame those who sucked on that teat for a long time. Well, no, no blaming here. No. Okay, no blaming here either, buddy. standard. Only two of us understand what a masterpiece is. I I know Joseph Alpha well enough now to know that he will find this movie incredibly funny. Of course he will. I yeah. mean, he'll pretend it not is to funny for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. to be an ass, but I yeah. gotcha. Yeah, but it's funny, and he knows it's funny. Yeah. But 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 but, but never. I love ad- my opinions being said for me. <laughs> never admit it. Whatever you do, don't admit it. Oh, yeah. Don't. To your grave, son. To yeah. the grave. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to say about? Uh, That's also a Finley. Thing. I was gonna say the Godfather again. <laughs> Fuck me. Is there anything else we want to say about the uh, Odd Couple? Maybe it's a, they sound like Odd Couple and Godfather. No, not at all. There's an O. My favorite comedy. I might be with you there, man. I might be with you. Excellent show. There's Excellent comedy. There's something weird about it where it's like, it, it's not transitive. Like, if you were to say, is it one of the top 20 movies of all time? I'd have a hard time standing in front of people saying that. But if it's like, is it the movie that you, makes you laugh the most or you enjoy the most? Yes. Is it the best comedy? I don't know. But I'm kind of on your more toward you guest, Dave, mm. than I am toward you. I feel sad, man. I feel sad. I feel like Neil Simon's... Uh, uh, yeah. Descendants have failed to send me a check or whatever the hell's going is on. There there. A, is there a, a, a Neil Simon <laughs> but it's a great movie, movie like better than this one? Mm, good question. Well, that's a really interesting question. No, but I would say I like the Goodbye Girl about as much. Oh, wrong. <laughs> Are you trying to judge the movie as like an objective piece of art? Or well, we never can. We try. But no, we, we kind of started with that premise that we couldn't really do yeah. that. And nonetheless... <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, the Goodbye Girl is is it's a great movie for sure, but I just don't think it's in this class at all. It's fine. I get that. Sure. Name, name when I say name, I'm not saying like name five movies because I have no doubt that it's, you. It can. sounds like you're about to do that. No, no, no. I just want the tone to be read correctly, so it's not like I dare you because you'll be able to because you have your own opinions. But just so that we get a sense of things. Name three movies that you find funnier than this that we haven't mentioned already. Uh, see, I'm unfortunately I'm I'm off the the chart with David over here. I think Some Like It Hot is maybe That's what we the funniest. One, yeah, one of my one of the funniest movies ever made, if not the funniest. Um, three movies. Let's see. Uh, uh, Young Frankenstein, just oh. right off the bat. And if I was going to go down that same route, I could also say uh, Blazing Saddles. I guess it just said, let's just say let's put those three out there. Young Frankenstein, so, I don't think it's fight is something you can argue with. Blazing Saddles, I could see being more problematic. I think but. Young Frankenstein is interesting because I don't. I, again, I don't think those jokes were made to be as funny as those actors is, made them. This goes back to a conversation. Well, I don't know if they could because those actors were amazing. Yeah, they're yeah. all amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've always contended that Young Frankenstein is better than. Um, Blazing Saddles. The Blazing yeah, Saddles. my father's Absolutely. work is doo doo. Is not a funny line, but I will laugh <laughs> if every time I this. see that. If and only if, because Young Frankenstein is just as a movie is a better movie. It's but, structurally but better. But I'm gonna say this. I just saw Young Frankenstein again, and I have always held it in high esteem. I didn't. It didn't. I think it has a shelf life. Mm-hmm. I saw it recently. I still love it. Mm-hmm. Every time the every time you hear Frau Blucha and those stupid horses go off, I, it makes me laugh every time. Like I'm yeah. putting on the Ritz, the the song. That's again. maybe the funniest moment. It's in all fantastic, the movie. but think about the fact that you have to wait to two thirds of the movie till that happens, and a long way till Peter Boyle comes along. So my my father's work was Doo Doo, Frau Blucher. There's a couple, but some of them, the jokes just don't land. You get oh. the baggage. Ah. What, uh, 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 Marty what? Feldman, for instance. Oh, totally oh you were you're incredibly yeah, wrong. wrong. Incredibly wrong, wrong on that. Incorrect. Buddy. Love you. Maybe Love you. Fun, maybe the funniest. Love you. 
Here, let me see that incorrectness. Give it here. Oh, yeah, yeah, little pants. Just quit jostling the mic, will you? You quit jostling the mic. Stop <laughs> what, it. Whatever screams you hear, do not open this door. Yeah, that's Come hilarious, on. but not Marty Feldman. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's got bug eyes, <laughs> and then they say the hump's in another area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> hilarious. And then... Uh, Walk this way? I think it was abnormal. Do yeah. you mean abnormal? That's funny. You just hate the British. Face. I didn't even know he was British. You just hate... Uh, uh, okay. I just... I works. Yeah, you just no. hate... Well... Goggle-eyed, short, red-headed, curly-haired men. That's fair enough. Woody Allen, <laughs> for instance. Um, okay. Anything else about the odd couple? I think I know. I think I know what you mean by out of context. Now it's you and Dave delivering the joke, so obviously they aren't going to be too funny to me. Kind. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, hold on. I apologize. The, the, the next thing you hear is a handshake across the table. Uh, oh, I, I as, a, as a couple of the young yeah. and innocent take on their bullies in the room. There's been a lot of spinoffs of this. Of movie. the young couple? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isn't there one like out coming out? Oh, no. Is there really? Like a well, there's the young couple, something? too. Maybe we should talk yeah. about that. Uh, also, point. Grumpy I, Old Man. I can't. Uh, it was clearly the odd couple. Okay. They've done a many, many movies together. Oh, Grumpy Old Man. Is, is that it? That's it. I just what? say things. I elevate Good insight. The end. <laughs> Good insight. <laughs> they've all been on film. They're <laughs> roughly the same age and we're well, working at the same time. Joseph Alva, have you seen uh, Grumpy Old Man? No, I haven't. I was about to say, what's something that the odd couple influenced that I would know? Well, How I'm going to make my point first since couple? I'm the co-host of the show. Wedding Crashers. And it's, it's this. It's that most of their movies are terrible except for one. I mean, except for one other than this one. There's this one, and there's the fortune cookie, and then there's like eight movie, other movies they made together, and they all stink. I... So I think in answer to your question, Joseph, I don't know, the, the other Joseph, um, what's a movie that, the thing about it is I think their influence is broader than the specific plot going on. I think the, the slob and the neat person living together, in, in, in forced into close proximity, is as close as I could tell you. And so that that has played out across a bunch of different movies. What's something I don't know that I can come up with a specific example that you could let, that's really an, a complete analog to. This, uh, this can't uh, be the first time. Yeah, this this can't be the first this time. Of yeah, I think came so. up. Yeah. Or was just the first successful one. Do you mean slob and neat? Or yeah, do you or mean two just opposites like, Can you think of another one? Oh, no, opposites is something like tells time. me this is like you could find Greek plays that somehow have some version of you know. <laughs> yeah. And then they. Never mind. Yeah, uh, but um, I mean, I was more saying like the style of comedy. What's something that would be applicable? Punchy. I would describe it as punchy. I mean, it's almost like it's slapstick in this too. Yeah, it's almost like um, what were we just talking about? Like all through the um, it, it happened one night, bombshell. What's oh, screw, it's almost screwball, screwball except it has two two men. people of the same sex. Yeah. Mm. Huh. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. So it's like a lot, a ton of uh, pages of dialogue that are condensed down to. <coughs> Double time. Right. And that's definitely clear in the first third. And then they take these sort of breathers, like with the walk to the cafe. But then you go back and you have these sort of condensed versions, like they, them and the two, the Pigeon Sisters. And, you know, it's just this constant sort of like squeezing it back to like some incredible conversation that unwinds right. and like you can't collect the And then art. letting it breathe, but mostly because it's just because it's a film. It's a can you, you have a camera and it makes it a, it's a more natural thing. Oh, you'll, you can't keep that pace up no, for no, entire no, it would, it would, like you need a break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I don't like about His Girl Friday. 
<laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, don't I, I like didn't it. like it either. Yeah. I, I really? like the concept. I, I dig it where it's going, but after about 20 minutes, you're like, give me a fucking break. Is this thing ever going to stop? And the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, after an hour and a half, it stops. But the, then the answer is kind of no. Yeah. And the sweet release of death. Yeah. All right. Um, thanks, Dave, for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> that was adorable. Well done. Yeah. He's so polite. We my, raised him right. This is my NPR voice. <laughs> thanks to our studio audience member. Uh, appreciate you being in here. Mr. Joseph, of thank course, you. Of course, of course. And uh, that's it. All right. Bye, I Tommy. We're good. Have a good one.